After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lord Amadeus, the owner of R.A.W.F. in the game we all know as Wrestler Unstoppable. Uh, my co-host, he is the legend himself. Good evening, El Vacant. 
Hola, señor. ¿Cómo está? Ah, well, another whirlwind, whirlwind week leading up to another excellent, hopefully a successful pay-per-view tomorrow at Love Hurts in Las Vegas. And we are here in Vegas. Uh, you've, been, you've been enjoying your time in Vegas? We've been here a couple of days now. I mean, what happens in Vegas stays not on the radio where it might get someone in trouble, senor. Ah. Well, okay. But, you know, that, that's, that's not fun. I'm but, yeah, no, I, I, I love this city. This, this might be the greatest city in all of, you know, Estados Unidos. It is an awesome city. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I've spent, well, I know I, mean, I, I spent... guess you'd be a little biased. I am a little biased. I spent a lot of time in the city, at least time that a lot of time that I remember, and a lot that I don't. But at any rate, the times you remember and the times you're told about. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, exactly. But but tomorrow it will be RAWF Love Hurts live on pay per view. Should be a hell of a card. let me bring up what we've got thus far. So, uh, actually, you know what? Before we get to any of that, got a couple, uh, got a couple reports to get to. Some uh, GM reports. I will start with Unstoppable Bots Tag Team Report. Uh, two teams went undefeated this season. The final top five, six out of six rounds, are. In first place, it was Amor, DW, and Slashy. In second place and also undefeated uh, was Brute Force, which was simply the best, and Strangleheart. Uh, In third place, the top-notch twosome of Sassy Applebee's and the Wicked Beardy. In fourth place was Dees and Tigs, Hotness. And in fifth place is Uncaged, the Unsettled Chris Cage and Loot Cage. They were the top five. Uh... Congrats to Amor, who will be facing the tag team champions, Swords and Scimitars, the Teflon Sheik, and Claymore tomorrow at Love Hurts. Season of two tag sign-ups will be closing tomorrow after the Love Hurts pay-per-view show. If you need a partner, check the scene. Link to sign up is on the RAWF main page. Also, the Extra Points tourney is open for sign-ups and will close February 20th. So that is the report from Unstoppable. We now get to, we now go to our ultimate gauntlet GM, who we haven't gotten to hear from for a while, um, but I hear he has big news. Let's bring on the one and only. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is fine. From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns Ladies and gentlemen, the Paragon of Greatness is here. Good evening, Paragon. 
Holy fart pebble on a crisp LA. It's been a while. It's been three weeks. And like Eric Bischoff, I am back and better than ever. But unlike Eric Bischoff, your opinions matter because after I make this big announcement, I have one more thing to say about the Ultimate Gauntlet with some two major news stories in the division right now. First, let's start off with the big one. That's right. There are a lot of matches happened over the time that I was gone, but what's important and what we're going to focus on is the run of one Tiggs, who started her run against Liam O'Shaughnessy and won, continued that run against Powerbomb McGee, winning again, continuing that run against Katrina Havoc for a third victory, going on to Boney for a fourth, and finally squaring off against the vampiric assassin, Alex Caliber, Feeling a fifth victory and earning an ultimate gauntlet championship match just in time for Love Hurts. My goodness, congratulations, Tiggs. Wow, congratulations to Tiggs. She will now face the Immortal Griffith tomorrow at Love Hurts for the ultimate gauntlet championship. Wow, she's going to have a very busy evening. Indeed. So, Paragon, what's your, you had another big announcement, you said? Absolutely. Uh, I would also like to announce now that we've had this opportunity, somebody has earned an Ultimate Gauntlet Championship match in the coming days. I will be continuing the gauntlet in this current season, but I'm also going to be posting in the Ultimate Gauntlet scene a very important update slash questionnaire for the RAWF roster on some potential changes in order to make the gauntlet move a little more smoothly and perhaps a little more quickly in the near future. I want to see what people's opinions are, if they like it, how it is. If there are some changes they would like to be made, I will be posting that within the coming days. All righty. Well, um, by the way, what is a fart pebble on a crisp? Uh, per- perhaps you prefer a uh, crap on a cracker? Okay. I'm excited, Either LA. Way. It's been a while. I, I'm glad <laughs> that you asked because I've been sitting here for like the whole time he's been talking trying to figure that out. <laughs> I just the whole time. Like, I, I, I think I heard him say somebody's getting a title shot, but all I really heard was Mark Bevelon at Chris. <laughs> Oh, well, he does seem excited to be here tonight. So, good Paragon, stick around. We've got a lot to talk to you about uh, here in just a little bit. So, keep the keep keep, keep up the excitement level there. Uh, wow. All right. Ah, with that being said, also have a 32 to 1 report from the lovely Raven here. Uh, still waiting on week one to finish, waiting on Uncle Frank versus Hawkster. Gone through to round two are Crazy Mama, Mark Caliber, D's, Beast, Hot Cheese, Paragon, Tiggs, Strangleheart, Powerbomb McKee, Mancunian Maniac, Simply the Best, uh, Denunzio, uh, The Unsettled Chris Cage, Slashy, and The Immortal Griffith. Wow. So, 32 to 1. Got some big names in there right now. Damn. All right. So, that is your 32 to 1 report. I think that's all the reports we've got here uh, right now, but that was a big, huge announcement. We now know that the tag team championship, it will be swords and similar stars defending against a more, which is DW and slashy. So that's a big tag team title match. DW is going to have a busy night 
tomorrow night, as a matter of fact. Uh, let's go down the line here. We will st- start with the n- newly announced Ultimate Gauntlet Championship, the Immortal Griffith versus Tiggs and L Vacant. Tiggs, last month's pay-per-view, unseated the Immortal Griffith of his Hatfield and McCoy Championship. Uh, do you think she can go two for two against the Immortal Griffith in back-to-back pay-per-views? I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, you know, it's, 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 you know he's... Uh... He's he's commented a few times about uh, you know that that he has he he's very focused right now. I maybe you know we'll see we'll see how he how focused he is on that match. You know after you know he he's talked about how focused he is on Powerbomb. You know he 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 doesn't have a lot of time to prep for the second match. He found out you know what twelve hours before it happened. This is true. He's he he had less of a week to prepare for both of these folks, I and mean, like you said, he had less than 24 hours to prepare for Tiggs. But you know, he's been in the ring with her before. You know, no, he could. You know, we will see. Tiggs will be very busy tomorrow, and I don't. She will also be challenging the Hawkster for the Supreme Fighter Championship, uh, and of course, no love lost between those two. Uh, D.W. the new Hatfield McCoy champion will defend against Maeve O'Hare. She will also challenge Killa Neptune for the Champions Choice Championship in a two-to-tango match where DW can only use CFP and Superman Punch. Uh, cannot use bot or defense, uh, but of course Killa can do all of that. Uh, Mithras to defend the White Lightning Championship against Claymore. That's going to be one hell of a White Lightning title match, I can tell you that right now. Um, and both of them have big mat have other big matches on the card. We'll get to that. Um, I already mentioned the tag team title match. Coo- the Cougar will defend the Powerball Championship against Uncle Frank. Multimedia Champion Dev to defend against Dees. Triple Crown Championship. It'll be Boney defending against IKP and Chris Cage. Midnight Hobo Championship. It'll be Maeve defending against Beast. So and then we have a a, a change from last week. Fubar City Championship due to personal issues. Crushing Kelly uh, has taken a personal leave of RAWF, and because of that, we now have to put in the person who faced her in the Fubar City Contenders match. That being DW. So now DW three big mat four big matches uh, for her tomorrow night at Love Hurts. Four title matches. Uh, one defense and three challenges for DW. So be a very interesting night for her. Tiggs and her third match will have to defend the estrogen title against Wildfire. The Immortal Griffith will defend against the Arsehole. Well, uh, actually, I would say he uh, Griff was the Arsehole against Powerbomb McGee. Defeated, defeated the unsettled Chris Cage last week in their men's contender match. Uh, after Scythe turned down joint, jumping into a triple threat match for uh, contendership, it came down to just Chris Cage versus Powerbomb McGee. Powerbomb won the match. He will challenge uh, for his first RAWF championship. He has to go off, go up against the immortal Griffith. Paragon of Greatness to defend the national title against Scythe. Uh, Platinum Dragon, it will be Lady Vex defending against Mithras, the title machine. And for the World Heavyweight Championship, it'll be Claymore taking on the Hawkster. All right. Whew. 
uh, that is just the title matches. Let's go to some of the other interesting matches on the card. We have an Irish strap match between Liam O'Shaughnessy and Nuno Denunzio. Those two have been those two have been going at John at each other for weeks now. They'll hope uh, settle hopefully settle their issues tomorrow in that Irish strap match. Judgment to go through the the bro- Opic Brotherhood gauntlet, facing each member of the Opic Brotherhood in a different type of match. Uh, specifically, though, he's taking on the Paragon of Greatness in a My Brother's Reaper match. And if Judgment can win that match, he gets Paragon's Mask. That one. Uh, Excalibur, the team of Mark and Alex Caliber take on Boney and Flashy in an Inferno tag team match. The only way to win is to burn your opponent. Joy. Uh, Fubar City Street Fight, we have Psy taking on Hotshot Chaz. And this just announced a little while ago, six-man tag. It'll be Koso Nost- the stable of Cosa Nostro, which is uh, Aggie, Moxie, and the Hawkster to take on three members of Anarchy. Uh, and there's some other stipulations in there. I believe Aggie, if they lose, has to pay 10 million coins to to Anarchy, which is just weird all right and yes you guys dropped again all right well hopefully you guys can get back i'm still here i dropped nothing yeah you didn't drop nothing gets by me all right oh they're all back okay Woo. let me write out who was on here again otherwise I will miss. Them. I believe the term we are looking for is technical difficulties. Yes, we're having technical difficulties. It happens. Hopefully, I don't forget anybody. All right. All right. Well, with that being said, let's see. Let me bring on the first lady of anarchy really quick. To see if she has anything to report from the Anything Goes division. (laughs) (laughs) What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. First Lady of Anarchy, she is the Cougar. Good evening, Cougs. Oh, hi. Good evening, Eloy. Hola, Vacant. How are, how are you? Fair to Midland and yourself? Fair to Midland, I see. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm doing, doing pretty good. You know, we're here in Vegas, having a good time, enjoying myself, seeing some people I haven't seen in a little while, seeing some things I haven't seen in a little while, doing some things. Well, I do those things a lot, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to get organized. I've been busy this week, having to retrain and all. All right, actually, hold on. Speaking of that, you just need to do me a favor. You need to stop. All right. So you know how I always, you know, 
because I, I'm a pleaser. I like to please. I, I do the whole peck dance for everyone. But, you know, I saw that video. So you got to do the thing. You got you to show me the abs. Come on. Come on. No. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not, why would you work so hard to have abs like that and then not show them off? That's not, that's not right. I show them off every time I get in the ring. Yes, but I, I'm not in the ring. I'm not very great to say here. I'm right here. Who's I have much better view. Is that you're not in the ring? His? Is that right, L.A.? What's that? I mean, I haven't seen you sign up for any of my divisions. I, I mean, all the time I say I want matches for the pay-per-views. I never get them. No one ends. I sit around, and then I'm like, uh, yet again, no love for the... The very large Mexican man. It's fine. It's fine. You hearing that, L.A.? He's blaming it on you. Of course I'm blaming it. I mean, it's his fault. <laughs> I don't make the card. Have we lost L.A. again? I just... I He's just, taking I'm, his Excedrin, right? Yes, I, got, I already need my Excedrin. All right. So, Coogs, with that being said, what do you have to report from Anything Goes? Anything Goes has completed this round, and we are getting ready to move on to the next one. I will be starting that later this evening. I can tell you that um, I believe it's Boney, BW, the Hawkster, and Chaz moving on for the semifinals. I do not know which match that will be. Uh, as of yet, but again, I will start those matches this evening. All right. Good. Thank you very much, Coogs. Thank you very much. Uh, with that being said, real quick, talk to me about this six-man tag that Aggie laid out the challenge for that you accepted on Anarchy's behalf. What exactly did he put on the line? Uh not much that I really noticed. Uh, he's just looking to, I guess, try and make another attempt at running his own stable. I mean, he should have known he's not able to do that when we graciously allowed him to manage us and he did nothing for us. So I guess what's really on the line is us keeping our head up and kicking his butt yet again. Are you sure there wasn't some, like, hidden thing in the contract regarding fire? We are talking about Aggie here. No, there was not nothing Not that I recall. Let's not, let's not, not go recall. there. Don't even start that, Elvigan. Don't even give him any ideas. There will be no fire. No fire. <laughs> <sighs> All right. With that being said, Coog, stick around. Got a lot to talk to you about. Uh, there's been a change, as you know, to your Food Bear City Championship. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Okay. All right, L Vacant, you have the ranking, sir. I, I do, do your thing. All right, here you go. All right, everybody. So here's where we're at. We're at eight matches out of twelve, so you know we're getting we're getting down to the wire here. All right, and so the top twenty-five as of right now. Eight matches out of 12. Again, eight out of 12. So, you know, for those of you who can do math, you know, that's that's three quarters of the way through. All right. So, all right, here we go. And actually, no, it's actually, wait, no, it's two-thirds of the way through, actually. My bad. The, uh, 
the uh, all right. So in 25th position, it's uh, Sai. In 24th position, we have the Champions Choice Champion Bruce. I mean, Killer Neptune. Uh, we have in 23rd position, we have the national champion and the other guy's brother, the paragon of greatness, you know, the Mr. Fart, Mr. You know, Fart Pebble over here. Okay. And then we got uh, in 22nd place, we have Kashi Joe. In 21st place, we have uh, the man who would have us call him a god, Scythe. We have 20th place, we have the Brick City Bard himself, Liam O'Shaughnessy. In 19th position, we have Money Sue. In 18th place, we have Crazy Mama. In 17th place, we have Strangleheart. In 16th place, we have Papa Shaker. I just, every time I want to say that, I want like maracas in my hand when I say it. You know, Papa Shaker. Sorry. Um, right. So, and then in 15th place, we have Hobo Ezekiel. That's right. Kick the clack. There's a hobo attack on 15th place. There you go. In 14th place, we have the in, uh, the Iceman King Parson himself, IKB, in 14th place. In 13th position, we have our current world champion, Claymore. In 12th place, we have our current Midnight Hobo champion, Hola Maeve, I see you out there. Maeve O'Hare in 12th place, there you go. In 11th place, we have our multimedia champion, Dev. In 10th place, we have the estrogen champion, Tigress. Okay. In ninth place, we have, as I always say, the most uh, aptly named gentleman in the company, the unsettled Chris Gage. I see you out there. Put the knife away. In eighth place, we have our current superstars champion, the power player himself, Luke Cage. And I'm sure he respects that. In seventh place, we have our current men's and ultimate gauntlet champion, the immortal Griffith. I see him out there, too. Uh, what, you, what are you doing over there? You just, Mr. Uh, yeah, you just keep paying attention to those belts. You stay over there. All right, in sixth place, we have... Oh, God, what? B... In fifth place, we have Hachachaz. That's right, Hachachaz is in fifth place. Still one of the funnest names to say on the entire roster. All right, in fourth place, we have the Teflon Sheik, the man who has all of your worldly needs and goods when it comes to fashion accessories. Right. In third place, we have the current Hatfield and McCoy champion, Domino Warrior. In second place, we have our winner of this month's uh, extra points tournament, Dees. And in first place, still, we have the White Lightning champion, Mithras. So there you go. Eight out of the 12 matches, that's where you stand. All right. It is heating up in the rankings. And, of course, tomorrow night... Uh, ends the current rankings period with the 12th match of the 12. Uh, after that, I'll be able to hopefully, once all the matches from Herb Hertz are done, then we'll tallyate the rankings and find out who will get title shots at unyielding. Uh, so, with that being said, I have some breaking news. I have just met, had it gotten a request from our superstars champion, uh, Luke Cage, the power player. He wants to defend the superstars championship tomorrow at Love Hurts. He doesn't. He wants to be a fighting champion and defend that on the pay per view. He'll be only the third superstars champion to ever do so on pay per view. He doesn't have to do this, but he's making the request. But 
unable to name an opponent because he wasn't quite sure uh, who to choose or who he was was available to choose. Uh, of course, it has to be out of the top 25. So I have a wheel. I have the wheel here set up with all everyone from the final top 25 of the last period all vacant. Would you like to spin and see who will be challenging Luke Cage for the Superstars Championship tomorrow? Yeah, sure, I can do that. All right, here we go. Take a spin. Here we go. Whoa, all right. Oh, that's me. Yay. No. No, no, that's not. Is your name Strangleheart? I don't think so. Yes. No. Shit. No. No, it's not. Uh, so Luke Cage to defend the Superstars Championship tomorrow against Strangleheart. So, and Strangleheart looking for his first R.A.W.S. gold. That should be a really good match, I think. Uh, Ella Vacant. Strangleheart. So that will be for the Superstars Championship tomorrow on that Love Hurts. Like I said, only the third ever such defense of the Superstars Championship at a pay-per-view. All right. <laughs> Basically a whammy. Uh, so I have a question from the peanut gallery for you, L Vacant. Uh, whatever happened to the to the Lucha Libre division that you were going to do? Uh, no one signed up. <laughs> okay. I got like three people interested. I'm yeah. not going to run the okay. three people. Yeah, it's definitely not worth it if it's only going to be three people uh, signing up for it. So uh, just that was the question from uh, the peanut gallery. So, all right. Well, maybe maybe we'll try again at another time. Yeah, you know, I figure in a few months I'll throw it out there again and see if there's some interest. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. So uh, we got all that done. And... All right, so time to start talking about Love Hurts uh, ser- seriously now, because we know pretty much all the matches that are going to happen. Um, there are some undercard matches. Jackie M will be taking on Demented Fallen Angel. The Teflon Sheik called out Hot Cheese, so those two will go at it as well. Uh, I have some other matches I can... Let's see. Well, I can take those two out. I'm going to have to change that. All right. Hold on a second. So since Luke will be now be taking on Strangleheart, they don't. Neither of them needs a rankings match. So that switches that there and that there and that cross that. All right. So some interesting matches: Cassie Joe versus Crazy Mama. Hobo Ezekiel will take on Money Sue. Papa Shaker to take on Simply the Best. Uh, those are those are some of the key matchups tomorrow that could affect the top 25. And, of course, everybody in RAWF will get a rankings match on tomorrow's pay-per-view. All right. With that being said, where am I? Let's start talking about some of these matches tomorrow. So we just heard Superstars champion Luke wants to defend his Superstars title against Strangleheart. Good move or bad move on Luke Cage's part, Elevacant? Uh, I mean, I, there's two ways to look at it. You know, putting your title on the line when you don't need to put your title on the line is generally considered a bad move. But look, 
he has the one belt that that's not really gaining him anything or losing him anything because he has to put it on the line pretty much every week anyway. You know, he's just basically passing up the once a month that he would have a break. So, you know, and, you know, he, he he's out there. He's trying to do some things. He's trying to get some, you know, respect out there. You know, that's a way to do it. That's a way, you know, one of the things that, you know, it's hard to, hard to argue against is a fighting champion. So, you know, if he's going to, if that's the guy he wants to be, he's making the right call. Okay. I, I, and it, certainly Strangleheart is no, is no slouch. He's definitely going to have his work cut out for him. I mean, there were, uh, there were better choices he could have made, you know, but again, if he's trying to actually be a fighting champion, he picked a fight. He did. Absolutely. Strangleheart will challenge for the Superstars title tomorrow and possibly gain his first R.A.W. Well, no, actually not his first R.A.W. gold. He has actually been uh, Grand Slam champion and Fubar City champion in R.A.W.F. I misspoke. I forgot. Uh, he was the one who ended Uncle Frank's epic Fubar City championship run uh, here about a year and a half ago. So, uh, yeah. All right. But it'll be his first one in quite a while. Uh, let's see here. So some people we need to talk about. First of all, D.W., She's all over the place tomorrow. Four big matches for DW, defending the Hatfield McCoy Championship against Maeve, challenging Killa Neptune for the Champions Choice Champion, teaming up with Slashy to challenge for the Tag Team Championships, and then on top of that, challenging Coogs for the Food Bar City Championship. How do you see DW's night going tomorrow night? Oh, not well. Not not well. I, I think no, so. not well. No. Okay. Well, I, I certainly understand, you know, challenging Killa Neptune for the Champions Choice Champion. Right. I don't think anybody is expecting her to win that one. No, you know, like that's, as, that's, as, like, that's sort of a given, right? I mean, the weird things, I guess, could happen, but it's pretty unlikely that she's going to win that, that one. Um, so I, I just don't think she holds a candle to Maeve. I think Maeve's you know, going to kind of walk over her, to be honest. Um, then you got what else? Then we got the the I mean the tag match could go well for her. That's I'll give I'll give her that. I mean the Swords and Scimitars have had a kind of you know vice like grip on that that those titles, but you know they the, I, can't, I can't argue with how successful Amore is as a tag team. So it's feasible that you know that that might go well for her. And I mm, I mm. and then she's got to go fight Tig. Uh, sorry, no uh, Cougar. Uh, yeah, no, that's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that, it, it, it definitely. I don't. Definitely I do not envy her night at all. I wouldn't want to be, she had. It's definitely going to be extremely challenging for DW, but she is. She's been around quite a while here in WU. She knows the ups and downs of what she's got to do to get places. So uh, we will find out. She's a. She's been a hot commodity as of late in RAWF. Uh, where did she? We, she was like what third. Ranked third in the rankings that you read off tonight. So I mean, I that's uh, right. maybe and then maybe yes, the sir. momentum will carry into Love Hurts. We will find out. Um, it, she may surprise us, but I mean, potentially could walk out of Love Hurts. And I'll say this, it wouldn't be the first time I've been surprised or wrong. Mm-hmm. Very true. Also, also with several matches on the card, you have Tiggs. She's challenging for the Supreme Fighter Championship. She's challenging for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship and defending the Estrogen title uh, against Wildfire, challenging Griffin Hawkster for Gauntlet and Supreme Fighter, uh, respectively. How do you see Tiggs' night going? Uh, it's going to be tough. I think they're going to be tough matches. I think she might do pretty well, but I think it's pretty, like, all right, so uh, let's do them in order again. The first one is going to be what? 
Uh, all challenging the Immortal Griffith for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. Right. That that's probably going to be her roughest match of the night, and that being the earliest match of the night probably is that doesn't bode well for her later in the night because you know she's not like she's unlikely to come out of that match you know unharmed. But so I, if I gotta if I gotta guess, I think he's still a little. Uh, I, I I've heard rumblings that he's not super thrilled about what went down with that title. You know, so uh, I think that he's probably going to be out there to try to prove a point, and we know what that tends to mean. Um, so I, I don't think that's going to go well for her. But then, and then after that, she's got what was what's the next one again? Uh, facing the Hawkster for the Supreme Fighter Championship. All right, so I like her odds there. I do. Um, Hawkster's going to have his concentration set for later in the night, where he's going after the world title. I don't think he's going to. Uh, I, 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 I I could be wrong, but I suspect he's gonna all his training and all his all his uh, preparation is gonna be for for Claymore. I don't know that he's gonna put a lot of time and effort to to studying tape on on her. So I I think that one will probably go her way. Okay, so you say she, you think she can beat Hawkster and win the Supreme Fighter Championship? I do. I think that, uh, I think that and is then. Good. And then you believe what? What about the estrogen title match against Wildfire? Did you? Or- I, honestly, look. Honestly, I think if she didn't have any other matches, like if she walked into that match fresh, I'd probably give her the nod. But Wildfire is no joke, and she's going to be going in tired against a fresh Wildfire because, as far as I know, as I recall, Wildfire doesn't have any other matches that night. Like so, That's true. You know, she's going to go in after two pretty tough matches and have to face Wildfire, who, like I said, is no slouch in her own kind. I, I think there's a there's a chance that and I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think this might be if she does it, is this might be Wildfire's first title reign in RAWF? At least in my time here. Uh, it, it I you know to tell you the truth, I think she's been champion. I couldn't tell you which one off the top of my head, but I believe she's been triple crown champion at least once. That one. Oh, I, I, mean, I, you know, I know she I know she's been here longer than I have. You know, right. so you know I, I don't I, I don't always know you know. I, you know, I tend to look up to people who are like constantly in front of our face, you know, and, and no offense to Wildfire, but she's, she's, she's not, um, you know, but, uh, you know, and maybe that gets corrected here. So we'll see. And Cougar says she was the hormonal champion for a bit as well. Oh, there you That's go. Right. I, I, I should corrected. There you go. So she, she, she is no, she is not a stranger to R.A.W.F. Gold. It has been a while since, though, she, she has been in the spotlight. Can she take advantage of it tomorrow against Tiggs for the estrogen title? We will find out. Uh, I mean, I do think it's going to so, be a good match, right? I think, I think, I don't think, I, I highly doubt she's going to walk in there and, and just lay down for wildfire, like, unlike maybe she's done before. But um, the, uh, I think she's going to go in there trying to keep that title and do whatever it takes to do that. But like I said, you know, she's going to have had two pretty rough matches before then. All right. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Moving okay. right along. Let's t- let's talk. Yes. Let's talk about the men's championship. We found out last week on the superstars power bomb. McGee will be challenging the immortal Griffith. Now power bomb, uh, you know, he's not, the most active in R.A.W.F. right now. He's only, you know, he only wrestles. He wrestles on a, a semi-regular basis, but he won. He he made it as far as 
you know, he impressed the immortal Griffith in his promo, got an opportunity last week to face Chris Cage for number one contendership to the men's championship. He beat Chris Cage. How do you think the, the old timer can beat the immortal Griffith for the men's championship? Can he? Sure. I mean, the guy, the guy, look, you know, he, he may be a part-timer around here these days, you know, and he's coming in and he's, he has said himself openly, like part of the reason he's back is to, to see if it's true that he still has it. Like if he, you know, if he's lost too much or if he, he can, can still compete, compete, but you know, let's not forget this, this, this guy's an old, you know, he's an old legend around here. He's, you know, he, he, he came into RAWF with, with a very storied career, you know, and, and he is, he has caught more than one person, you know, napping on him and, and made them pay for it. So, um, can he beat Griff? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure he can. You know, will he beat Griff? That I don't know. All right, we will find out. Uh, so Claymore and Mithras, both with two huge title matches. We go Mithras is challenging Zexo Platinum Dragon and taking on Claymore for the White Lightning Championship. And uh, we, as we know, the the, steel, the high voltage steel cage can really wear you out. Both of mm-hmm. these men could be a huge disadvantage going into their other matches. Mithras uh, challenging Vex and Claymore defending against Hawkster. Who walks away the winner and how bad does it affect them in their later matches? I mean, you know how I feel about people having multiple matches. I feel like, you know, it's got to take something out of you, you know, especially if you're fighting someone who, who is, is fresh. Um, now, Hawkster is an interesting position because in his first match, he's going to be fighting somebody who isn't fresh while he is. And in his second, second match, both of them will have already had the match. Right? So, so for, the, mm-hmm. for at that level, you know, I think that sort of evens the playing, ground, the, the playing field. Although... Claymore's match is in a very much more dangerous place, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we, uh, I think I think that's the thing that will give Hawkster a chance to actually walk away with the world title. Like, I think that's that's his opening, right? Is how hurt does Claymore get in that cage? How 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 much of a shock to the system as it were is he going to have? Right? You know, he's he's going to be out there. You know, if, if he if he has a really rough night in that cage, he's only got a certain amount of time to recover before he's got to go back in there with Hawkster. I mean, worst thing that happens to Hawkster in his first match is he, you know, gets beat up a bit. It's not like someone's going to hold his face to an electric frying pan. All right. Well, we will see. It certainly will be an interesting evening tomorrow at Love Hurts, to say the least. Predict the winner of the world title match for me real quick. Uh, L vacant. Will it be Claymore or will it be Hawkster? I, I think Smart Money is still on Claymore, but like I said, I, I mean, ask ask me that question when the uh, when the high voltage match is over, and that might change. But for right now, I, I, my money is on Claymore. All right, we will find out tomorrow at Love Hurts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it should be one hell of a match. So, real quick, need to run to. Unstoppable here and take a look at our events tab. We already know pretty much the winners of all the major tournaments. Let's take a look at the RAWF St. Bridget's Day tournament, uh, sponsored by May, the lovely Maeve O'Hare. And wow, it's still in round one. Okay. I 
We've got some slow people. Did I set that for seven days? I thought I did it for. I did. Okay, so this one's gonna you take did. a while. Yeah, I did. That's on you, man. Yeah, it is. It happens. I don't know. Yeah, one match. We have one match left in round one right now, uh, which is Damia versus Big F, and they are they are so taking we'll, we'll their. We'll the end of this sometime in uh, you know June. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, with that, where are we going with this? All right. So, that's pretty much all the event reports we've got at the moment. Um, so, let's bring in, let's bring back the Paragon of Greatness real quick, since we haven't talked to him for a while. Paragon, welcome back. Good to be back. It's been a long while since I've had me a good R.A.W.F. After Hours appearance, and you know that I'm excited. I mean, I created a monster earlier today, and I haven't actually started my real segment. I mean, you, I hope you're willing to run that new, that new, uh, you know, do more GM work because apparently, you know, you've also created a new title. Mm. I, I don't know that <clears throat> I want a fart pebble on a Chris championship in R.A.W.F. I just, talked to just them. There's a lot of talking about it. It's not, They're out there not designing the belt. Not happening. Right. Good call, Alex. Okay. Good call. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I got to say, though, I'd be curious as to what the rules would be. I, I can't even begin to speculate on that. Paragon, let's talk about your big night tomorrow at Love Hurts. Very first, first of all, defending the national championship against Scythe, who right now is a feeling feeling a bit disgruntled over the opportunity over the opportunity he could have had at the men's championship. Uh, we'll talk to Immortal Griffith about that a little bit later, but uh, so he he has a little bit of motivation going into Love Hurts after kind of you know turning down the opportunity to men's championship for certain reasons. But so Paragon, how do you feel about defending the national title against Scythe? And just like that, the uh, good nature and the fun has to come to an end because if we're going to be talking about love hurts, I've got to get real serious, real fast, starting here with Scythe. Listen, this guy, is very impressive and the you know unstoppable god this guy there's clearly a tale to be told between the paragon of greatness and scythe and i don't know if i would necessarily call love hurts the first chapter in this story but it's certainly going to be a bit of a, a teaser into something that i i can tell you there will be more of at some point in the future it's a interesting match and it's a match that if i'm being real with you i'd you know, I've had so much on my plate lately. I've been thinking about other things, and because of that, it's got me a little bit worried going into this match. Side, not an opponent that I would call an underdog in this match. I don't think that I would necessarily say that there's any guarantees in this match. I'm not going to call myself a favorite for sure. And now I'm going in a little bit unprepared. I've had a couple of weeks um, kind of on the shelf here this month. Uh, I haven't been able to review tapes as well as I'd like to, and Scythe is somebody who absolutely could be a world champion 
So going after me in the national championship tonight, this is a statement moment for Scythe, if you will. This is a match that could define his career going forward, could solidify him as a next top, like next in line top star. And I think that I, you know, I don't want to say this because it it, it sounds. It doesn't sound very good on its face without elaboration, but Sai has a lot more to gain in this match. You know, uh, this match could mean a huge deal for Sai. Winning this match beyond defending my championship doesn't mean a great deal as far as uh, my career trajectory, what's next for me. And that makes it very dangerous because... This guy, like you said, he's motivated, he's incredibly powerful, he's smart, he's agile, he's technically savvy. It's going to be a fight that I have to be more prepared for. All right. Um, it certainly is. should be a good match, but a very tough challenge for you for the national championship. Well, let's talk about the other match now. <clears throat> and really, it's not just you. It's the entire Opeak Brotherhood taking on judgment in a series of matches. Kind of a, uh, He kind of stabbed you guys in the back about a month ago, blew up your truck, burned Uncle Frank's house. Uh, I don't know what all, what all if he did anything to Knox's. Knox's place of wherever Knox would live or Killer Neptune's castle in the sea or wherever the heck he uh, lives but uh, you know he just kind of turned on you guys and now all of a sudden he's taking you all on in this series of matches uh, but yours is very special it's a match that you're, you, you've been known for it's a My Brother's Reaper match and if you lose Judgment gets your mask talk to me about the situation with Judgment and now we get to the reason why I've spent so much time away. At the top of the show this evening, I, you know, I walked in, I gave it, gave it my all, gave all the energy, all the, the jokes, you know, just was jovial with everybody in the audience, uh, you know, trying my best to engage with people, be the fun guy that people come to expect. And, um, well, the last couple of weeks, I haven't felt like I could deliver and be that guy. I, I couldn't live up to my end of the deal, what I have agreed to be for the RAWF universe. And I, you know, I, I felt like if I were to show up and not be that guy, it would be a, it'd be a betrayal of this trust that the fans have put into me. And I couldn't, I couldn't live with not being who I needed to be for them. But the fact is that this is personal. It's very serious. There are no jokes. There's no fun involved in this judgment situation. This guy, who I called a friend, I called a very close friend, hell, we could have called him a brother. And he attempts on my life. You heard him in his own words. He didn't just blow up my tour bus. He was attempting to blow it up with the assumption that I would have been inside. Same with Uncle Frank. This guy, I mean, we, I, I fall, fell for the cardinal sin and unstoppable. You know, some of us are unstoppable gods. Some of us are immortals. And some of us are the guy you don't trust. 
and that's judgment. You hear it every single day in Unstoppable. Anytime somebody has something to say about judgment, the first words out of their mouth, don't trust judgment. And yet, here I was doing exactly that. and I saw him in the clutches of Daryl White, the man that once held a grip over Uncle Frank. I saw somebody who I respected, somebody who was my friend, who was in a situation where he could have gone down a very bad path, and the Brotherhood embraced him. We, we tried to help him out of this situation because we've seen it before. We saw what it did to Uncle Frank. And then Judgment betrayed us, like he always does, like we should have seen coming. And while that is on me, I have to make something very clear to everybody listening right now. I have to make something very clear to everybody at home, all the people in the back, just because this situation happened does not mean that you should lose faith in the ability to trust people. In this business particularly, you commonly hear the phrase, don't trust anybody. But if we live in a world where we can't trust people, where we have to live in fear that everything that is said to us is a deceit, what's the point of it all? Judgment is going to learn at Love Hurts that there are repercussions when you betray somebody's trust. But he's also going to learn that the opaque brotherhood, and myself in particular, are stronger than those mind games. I'm not going to give up on people, and I'm not going to give up on my ability to trust other people because of this. All we can do as people, as professionals, is continue down the righteous path to be the best people we can be. And sometimes we may get stabbed in the back. And when that happens, it is on us and on nobody else to rectify that situation which is what's going to happen with judgment. So let's talk about if you lose, you have to give him your mask. Uh, you, you get your mask. I mean, uh, any concern there, that, that, any, any concerns about the possible loss of your mask? Well, I've said this before. Judgment seems like a man of absolute chaos, that there's no plan, there's no real thought process behind the things that he does, but that's a narrative that he's created for himself. He wants you to believe that there's nothing going on inside of his head, but the man always has a deeper plan. I mean, look at this situation. I He, he played on our emotions to gain our trust. He, he knows now at this opportune time I have an upcoming challenger that is on fire and very well could steal my national championship from me. I've got a world heavyweight champion just punching down on me for no reason on a weekly basis. I've got too many things to deal with, too many cards in my hand, and Judgment knew it. And this is when he struck. He used his manipulative ways and his 
quite frankly, ingenious paperwork trick. You would have never seen it coming, but I'll be damned if Judgment didn't get himself into a situation where he was challenging for my identity. And to answer the question very bluntly, yes, I, I am a little bit worried. But to answer the, the question as only I can do, hell no, I'm not worried. Have you seen Judgment in the Ring? I mean, this guy, this guy, well, he's a fart pebble on a crisp. I can't believe you got that. You worked at it again. I refuse 
I refuse to let these mind games and these betrayals change who I am fundamentally as a person. Oh, oh, trust me, it's not a mind game. It's, it's just, it's, it's. I'm playing into you. I'm, I'm, I'm playing into your strengths. If you think about it, I mean, what else would be a better time for me to challenge you when you're going to be chasing, when you're possibly going to lose your, your, your national title? And, and like you said, you got a world champion breathing down in your back there. Yeah, it's this perfect time to watch Paragon fall. Just like he normally does. You're right, Judgment. It is a perfect <clears throat> time. Because so now you get to focus on all that and me. Ooh. You're pushing me. You're pushing me, and you don't want to find out what happens when Paragon of Greatness gets to the edge. You were not wrong that it is the perfect time. I am stressed to the maximum. I am betrayed. And I refuse. I refuse to give up on who I am despite all of this. You have given me the opportunity to show the strength and resolve that I haven't had to show in a very long time, to show that I will not back down and I will not change in the face of betrayal judgment. Well, you know, Peregrine, you gave me a good idea of pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. Why don't, why don't you go ahead and <clears throat> just take that leap of faith off of a mountain? Let's take that leap. And we get rid of, and we finally lay the paragon of greatness to rest. Because, paragon, once I take your mask, your identity, it's like your, that's like your cape. That's like, that's like Superman's cape is gone. That's like Batman's mask is gone. That's like, that's like Aquaman's water is gone. That mask is you, that runs you. Without the mask, what is Paragon? What is Paragon if the mask is not there? Can Paragon be the champion that he always is without the mask? Does the mask hold special powers? I think it does, but we'll find out. It'll come love hurts. It's an appropriate metaphor. You're right, Judgment. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit in the wind. And at love hurts, you'll find out. You don't piss off the Paragon of greatness. <laughs> oh, this is going to be like taking candy from a baby once again. Well, I wish judge, I mean, I, 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 yes. The, the problem, the problem is, you don't just have to face Paragon, but you do have to face the other three members of the Opaque Brotherhood as well. Killer Neptune in a pool yes. match. Uh, Uncle Frank. Uh, what what was going to match with Frank? Uh, not the firehouse match. That's the not movie, right? The casket yeah, the match casket. with Uncle Frank. I mean, you're, you're talking about having to face. <clears throat> Three other legendary members of this company, uh, on top of facing Paragon, who in himself is a legend. Uh, you, I mean, you're, 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 this is this could be the like biggest challenge story. of your entire career. Yeah, this, this this was you know it, it, it could have not been as people say this may not have been the smartest choice of my career, but it is the most genius part of my 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 thing because see. For me just to sit here and say challenge Paragon, it would have never went through. It would have never happened. So I had to fish out the other three to get them to to accept it, to leave Paragon. to What would it look like if the other three accepted it and Paragon had not accepted it? Because he'd had the national title and all these other titles. So, yeah, I had to play into their little thing. You know, talking about playing me, playing them, they playing me, to where I had to challenge all three of them just to get to the Paragon. And <laughs> they're just going to be... Poor little pongs. Hmm. So not only is Paragon giving up his 
his time, he threw his brothers into hell as well. Well, tomorrow it, 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 I, it, it's going to be interesting, not to, to say the least. It will be you versus Paragon and my brother's Reaper match, which Paragon, I mean, this is only like the third time you've had this match uh, against somebody, but it is holds a special place in your heart, does it not? You know, it, it, it does. It's a match that um, has occurred, of course, three separate times uh, against Uncle Frank, against Killer Neptune, and against Knox Boogie. All three times that love hurt. This is a match that is forged in fire and bathed in blood. This match is where two people that are bonded on a level beyond just opponents, two brothers, must do what they do. They have to fight. They have to fight, but not just to see who won the the exchange tonight. They have to fight for the very soul of the person that they care about. When I'm going into this match, Judgment is trying to take my identity. I am trying to beat the soul back into Judgment so that he knows that despite this betrayal, people should not give up on humanity. They should not give up on trust. Judgment is going to be an example as to why you must never give up. All right. It should be something special tomorrow night at Love Hurts. Uh, the My Brother Reaper match. It'll be Paragon versus Judgment. Judgment's got himself a hell of a task. We will see what happens. Gentlemen, thank you very much, and good luck to both of you. With that being said, we're going to take a quick song break. When we return, uh, Maeve O'Hare, the Cougar, uh, and the immortal Griffith all on deck. Who knows? Somebody else might show up. Let's hope so. Uh, if not, uh, we will we will continue on. This is R.A.W. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. This segment brought to you by Teflon Chic. Your style of dress fails to impress? Try Teflon Chic and relieve that stress.
On the Back to Basics Radio Network, I am Lord Amadeus. This is L Vacant. So L Vacant, oh, it, it, it is amazing how time flies, isn't it? I, it just seems like it just seems like the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament was just a short time ago, and yet here in just a couple weeks, I will be having to start collecting donations for this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament to be uh, contested to be to that will start at Immortal in just a couple short months so uh, yeah it does seem quick doesn't it so let me give you all a schedule probably around two weeks from now uh, I will start collecting donations for this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament as uh, soon as Imager loads, I can give you guys the definitive dates for our next two two pay-per-views because this Wednesday we'll officially start the road to Immortal, the journey to Immortal, ladies and gentlemen, because the new rankings period, the one uh, that will start this Wednesday, you it will be uh, four spots for positioning into Immortal, but 
to get to Unyielding, which will be March 21st from the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Uh, that's five weeks from tomorrow night. And then it will be Immortal oof, Immortal 8, April 25th, 2021 from Soldier Field in Chicago. Immortal 8, We Are Unstoppable. Uh, which, will, of course, will feature this year's Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. Woo! So, we are, in, we are in immortal mode now, ladies and gentlemen. It starts all this Wednesday. Uh, so, when, uh, when uh, Round Robins come down on Wednesday, remember, it is four spots at Immortal. Ah. Speaking of immortal, we need to talk to our men's champion because now he I mean, knows we, his opponent. We do. We absolutely do. We have to talk to our men's champion because he is absolutely uh, he is absolutely a big night for him tomorrow. He Let's bring him on. He is the only in one. Good evening, Griffith. Good evening, sir. The road to immortal begins next week. Ah, it's that time of year. It is. It is indeed. Immortal well, eight. I'll say it now. Say, everyone listening, everyone in the back, everyone I'll say it now. I wish you all great luck in getting positions at my pay-per-view that you know you hope you get. I hope I, I wish you all the best. I mean you know, it's, I know none of you can reach the levels of greatness that I've achieved so that, you know, R.A.W. names a, a pay-per-view after you. But, you know, maybe you can use my spotlight once again to try and eke out some level of, of you know, notoriety. You know, and, I, and I'm happy to be here for you like that. Well, <laughs> yeah, shoot. Oh, but Griff, before that happens, love hurts tomorrow night. Two big matches for you. We just found out a little while ago from Paragon that you will be indeed defending both your titles tomorrow at Love Hurts. Let's start with uh, the men's. Cha- 
the men's championship last week. Uh, you chose three people to compete in a triple threat match. One of them declined, making that a singles match between well, uh, the unsettled Chris Cage. It is the men's title after all. <laughs> oh, well, we'll get to that in just a second. We'll get to the, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Powerbomb McGee and Chris Cage faced off on Superstars last week for a shot at the men's championship. It was uh, Powerbomb McGee coming out on top. He will challenge you for the men's championship, his first ever appearance on pay-per-view in RAWF, and his first shot at a championship. Or, Well, no, I take that back. He was actually, I believe he's done a shot at the Powerball, but his first shot at the men's championship. Uh, something I know uh, means something to him. He would like to be men's champion. He's been, uh, he's not the most active person in RAWF, but, you know, he's been around a long time. What do you think about Powerbomb McGee challenging for the men's championship tomorrow? I, I mean, what is there to think about it? I, I've, I've, you know, I've been out there doing the doing the circuit. I've had a lot to say. You know, I, I did I expect it to be him? Honestly, no, I, I didn't. You know, I, you know, I, I set the challenge the way I set the challenge. Um, and at the end of the day, he is the one who fought through it all and earned this shot. So I, I have nothing bad to say about the man. You know, he has a very, very storied career. He's, uh, you know, he, he's a really relaxed guy. I've talked to him in the back many times. He's, he's actually quite pleasant, which is sort of weird in this industry. Um, it's interesting because like, if you talk to him, it's clear, like he doesn't feel like he needs to prove himself to the world. But there's there's obvious undercurrent that he feels like he needs to prove himself to him, like there's there's that you know I was out there when he when when he when he defeated Chris in, in, in an amazing match right that just for the record that was an amazing match kudos to both men, um, but I was out there when he was and you know when the, when the crowd started chanting you still got it you could see it in his eyes that he needed to hear that. Like he, that was, that's why he's out there. He needs to know that he still has it, you know? And as far as I'm concerned, watching that match, he does, but now he gets to see if he has it at the level that it takes to face me. And that's a question that remains to be seen. Well, I mean, it is certainly, it's certainly uncharted waters when you face Powerbomb McGee tomorrow for the men's championship. Does the old timer truly still have it? Can he still be as great as he once was? We will find out when he takes you on for the men's championship. Let's talk about now the ultimate gauntlet championship that until just a few hours ago, we did not know that you would be defending. Uh, But here it is again. You'll be defending that against Tiggs. And Tigress, if you will. Uh, and at the last pay per view at Jingle Hell Rock, she actually took a title for off of you, namely the Hatfield McCoy Championship. I mean, did you learn anything from that first match, or does she have your number? <laughs> well, I, I think if you go back and watch that match, you'll see how seriously I took it at the time. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, uh, I did learn something. I did learn something. Um, and, uh, I'll be damned if I'm going to let that woman take another title off of me after how she treated the one, the last one she did. Okay. All right. So a little bit, little, little bit, little, let's talk about size now and what happened with him. He turned down the opportunity. 
to compete in a triple threat match with Cage and Powerbomb for the men's championship. Uh, a bit of a, I don't know if it was a bit of, it felt he felt snubbed that he had to go through hoops to get a, get the opportunity or, or what? I'm sure, I'm sure he's got his supposed reasons, he's heard, but, but we all, we all know the reason. The reason is, is clear. It is apparent to everyone. You know, so earlier we had, we had, you know, Paragon being very Paragon, you know, let's to be clear, like he was out here and singing the praises of, of, of Scythe, but I got to tell you, you know, none of it was true. Just none of it was true. So like I said, it's best that he, he went the way he went because this is the men's title and he proved that he is a scared little boy. He doesn't have what it takes and he knows it. I put him in a position where he could excel and he ran away. It's simple. He ran away. It doesn't matter what words he uses. It doesn't matter how excuses he makes. At the end of the day, he asked for a shot. I gave it to him. He turned it down, which tells everyone who pays any attention that he never wanted the shot in the first place. What he wanted was a spotlight on him for free with no consequence. He figured he put his money in there. He opened his mouth. He threw his attempt out there, hoping that I would not choose him. And when it came down to choosing, I, we were all here. It happened live on air. I was so torn that we, I ended up going with, of all things, a, a, a suggestion from Mithras. You know, not like he's my best friend over there. Not like he's in a stable with me. I'm in the faction of one. He can't be in it because, you know, one, faction of one. And I'm in it, so I'm the one, right? So, you know, I took the suggestion because I thought it was a good suggestion. It was a way to get around the problem I had had. And, you know, if he really meant anything that he said, he would have had no problem walking into that ring and facing these two other men. But he didn't mean any of it, and he ran away. And he tried to call me the coward while doing it. If that isn't the epitome of idiocy, I don't know what is. So here's the thing. You know, I don't really want to spend a lot of more time talking about, about Scythe because Scythe showed me who he is, and who he is is beneath contempt. He is nothing to me now. Nothing. So Paragon, go out there, bury him like the mid-card maggot he is, take your title and bring it home. Well, considering how you feel about Scythe right now, what's your weigh in on his national title match? You think he has a chance in hell at beating Paragon no. for the national title? No, I, I, if there's anyone in this company that can tell you who and what Paragon is in that ring, I think it's me. Right? Paragon is a nice guy, and he's going to talk up anyone who's going to get in that ring with him. That's who he is. Right? You could, we could go out into the back, throw a green and purple jumpsuit on some guy rolling around in the dumpster. Oh, wait, we already have that's hobo. Some, you know, some guy working on the buses in the background, trying to keep him running for us. You know, we can grab that guy, throw him in a green and purple jumpsuit, throw him in the ring. Paragon would cut a promo, making that guy look like a goddamn superstar, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that Paragon's a nice guy because what's going to happen is Paragon's going to walk out there and he's going to be exactly who he says he is, the Paragon of greatness. And he's going to take this so-called God and he's going to send him into the dirt. So I, I, I let me let me let me clarify. You're leaning towards Paragon in this match. A little bit, slightly. Okay. I just I just wanted to clear that up in case nobody understood what you just said. Which oh, I mean I'm I kinda... that. 
Well, Griff, good luck to you tomorrow against Powerbomb McGee and Tiggs. Uh, two titles on the line. We will see what happens. Anything else you have to say to any of the people we've just mentioned? Hmm. Is there anyone else that's annoyed me lately? No, no, actually, I'm, I'm mostly in a pretty good mood. You know, tomorrow, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Should be, you know, should be a nice day. You know, I hear, I hear, uh, Mister, Mister uh, Taco Man over here's got a special going on over his cart. Might go check that out. You know, we, we, we're gonna, you know, it should be a nice day. I got two matches. I got a, you know, one of them with, you know, one of them I wasn't really expecting, but you know, hey, when has that ever stopped me before? You yeah. know, and another one that. Uh, you know, I think I got well in hand, but it should be fun. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith, two big title matches for him tomorrow night at Love Hurts. Uh, thank you very much, Griff. You're welcome. All right. Next up, she is the reigning Midnight Hobo Champion, uh, defending her title against the man she won it from several months ago has the success already successfully defended it against him but now it's the third opportunity uh can beast get it done on the third time well let's talk to the the only in one the doll what what what's what's eating you tonight you don't seem to be in a very good mood 
I mean, it can't be worrying about beasts tomorrow, are you? you that, no, that can't have any. No, that's 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 the furthest thing from my mind. I'm I'm not worried about beastie. Um, I mean, you 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 literally just listen to English. Call me best friend anything and everything but a dirty slut. Like you were just here for that. Well, I mean, that's going. It's going to happen, you know. People, you, you, when you think about it, I mean, you had to know this would be coming eventually, where where your your friends would be go, have to go at each other, whether it be for whatever. So, I mean, this is RAWF. It's not a, it's it's not elementary school, or you know, it just it just is what it is. I I don't know. Maeve, I don't. I wouldn't let it get to you so much. I mean, they, they're 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 two, they're they're two own entities. You know what I'm saying? Do you know how often I have to hear about English from Scythe, and now I'm having to hear about Scythe from English, and it's about to do me head in. But anyway, that's not what you brought me on here to talk about. <sighs> Well, um, okay. You know, I it, hopefully you not don't. Not in a fun way, neither, Vexy. You know, you know well, I'm sorry that you're caught in between, but it is what it is. Hopefully, uh, you know, you it'll all resolve itself out. Things, these things tend to do so. But at any rate, uh, yes. First of all. Uh, You'll be challenging DW for the Hatfield and McCoy Championship. I'm sure you want to talk about that. How did, how you feeling going into that match? Well, I mean, with every match that she somehow worms her way into, that's more work for her, and it's going to make it easier for me to take that belt away from her. So, I mean, that's that's always a plus. I mean, I'm really, I'm frankly baffled about where she came from. I mean, like, I know literally where she came from. That's not me point before either one of you wise asses decides to tell me that she's from England. Um, but it just seems like all of a sudden she's all over the place. And, I mean, good, good on her, but I just can't see it lasting. Uh, so okay. I, hope, I hope she's not too attached to that belt. I mean, I know it. I know it were a gift from a friend, but I'll take good care of it for her. All right. Well, obviously, no loss. Love loss. I never said you. you were a bad guy, English. I said that I'm tired of hearing you to jabber about each other. <sighs> to be fair, well, he didn't run anywhere. He just refuse to jump through your hoops, but it's neither here nor there. Anyway, both men, you were saying. Well, then we talk about, we've already talked about it several times, but your last thoughts about facing Beast tomorrow at Love Hurts for the Midnight Hobo Championship. I mean, he reckons third time's the charm. He reckons I don't got his number no more. Um... Just because I'm not calling you, laddie, don't mean I don't got your number. Words of wisdom. That, I mean, that was I really, good. I liked that. That was that was clever. Thank you. I I, I, I do have me moments. 
And you know, as, as you're fond of saying, English ain't my first language, but I, I do okay with it from time to time. Oh. But no, I just, I don't see it being any different the third time I've faced him for that belt. And for the third time, you're going to see me hand raise. Uh, I'm gotten, I've gotten off, awful partial to hearing the words, and still. So, I am. Um, I, I intend to take my belt in there, and I intend to leave with two belts. And it would be the first time, I believe, in your R.A.W. career that you would hold multiple titles. So, I mean, it would certainly be an accomplishment for you to walk out of Love Hurts with both Hatfield McCoy and Midnight Hobo. Uh, so, good luck to I you mean, on that endeavor. English was English were walking around here with six belts. I mean, surely I can handle two. Who's Shirley? We're talking about you. Did you check? Well, I mean, there's the the the, the lady Shirley that you know works the concession booth down. That that's not who you mean. Never mind. Never mind. The boss man. I just have to ask because I'm curious. Uh-huh. Why won't you ever put bacon on the card? He asks, he asks me nicely all the time. I mean. He forgets about me. How can he forget about you? You're seven feet tall, for Christ's sake. It's not like you're inconspicuous. Fine. Elvacant, you want an opponent tomorrow at Love Hurts? I mean, I wouldn't have minded one. You want... Yes or no? Si. All right. Let's pull out the wheel again. Did you spend a lot of money on that that you're using it so That should be interesting. Elevacant tomorrow at Love Hurts takes on Uncle Frank. Okay. <laughs> I, you heard me. Did I stutter? Uh, see, because it sounded like you said Uncle Frank, but he has a match already, so clearly it's not him. Uh, well, see, it, it didn't matter. I just I spin the wheel of everybody on the active roster in RAWF. Would you like me to spin again? Do you not like that? No, because you'll just I, add that person to the match. No, I won't do that. You want to? You you want to? I'll let you spin it. How about that? You spin it, and we'll see what happens. You didn't like that one. You want sure. one? Let's, let's do that. Let's hear you. Let's try. All it. right. Let's see what we get. to be good. Elvacant versus Aggie. Well, that, is that better? Can, can we just, as long as there's a no fire clause, sure. No, I can't promise that. All right, I think I still have the fireproof suit. Yeah, yeah go, okay. do, you it, might, do it. All right, there you go. Elvacant versus Aggie tomorrow at Love Hurts. You know, lad, I've um, met him several times if you, uh, you need a few tips. Uh, yeah, we could talk about the tip. I, 
coming. I knew it were coming, and I still weren't ready. That's what she said. All right. I mean, I well, Maeve. On occasion, but that's none of your business, lad. So you happy now, Maeve? I answered your question. I mean, it makes no it makes no never mind to me, but yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see Vacan in the locker room and you know watch him get ready for his match and you know tell you what, Vacan, you win your match, I'll take you out drinking afterward on me. <laughs> Yay! Sorry, Aggie. All right. Well, do you have a match rate. at Love Hurts, boss man? No. I don't. I no. I really don't, and I don't want one. I, I really oh, don't. I, I, I were going to invite you to come drinking with us if you win, but all right, you can just well, sit I, here by I yourself. Have to, but... Wait, I have to win a match to come drinking? When, when when did this start? Heck, nobody knows Vegas better than me. I could. Pick, I know the best place to go drinking in this he, town. He's got the point. We might want to bring him just for shits and giggles. You think? You think we should invite him? They cut left. I mean. Again, he, he's not kidding. In any other city, maybe not. But here, yeah. i tell you what. All right. the... You know what? This is your formal invitation, boss man. We would be Woo-hoo. delighted to have you come drinking with us afterward. Sweet. I know we're exactly where we I can go. I don't really remember too. what happened after I drank it. Where the hell did that? Or that? I put that thing away. Is it under your desk, lad? Yes. What? I may I may have kicked it. I. My excitement. I'm sorry. Just. No, you know what? No, I I don't want to know why it's under your desk. I don't want to know. I don't want to think about it. I'm just gonna get back outside and have me seat and think about something that is not the fact that there is a doll that looks just like me under your desk. I will see you tomorrow, vacant. I'm going to need to drink a lot to get this out of my head. Good night, lads. Good night, Lily. Damn it. Yes, you'll get one. I thought it'd be safe down there. Okay, anywho. Uh, Let's bring back the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Two big matches for her tomorrow, Cougs. Welcome back. Uh, so you're keeping Maeve under your desk now? No, I'm putting. I'm, here, take the doll, Elvigan. Just take it, hide it, put it away. I, I don't want to see this damn thing. So now I have it. Okay. Well, cool. you do. And don't, don't, you know, don't do it. Don't you just put it somewhere. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. So Coogs. We learned yeah. re- recent. We learned recently that your opponent for the Fubar City Championship has changed. It is now uh, DW Domino Warrior. Does that change your strategy for tomorrow night defending the Fubar City Championship? Not at all. See, DW's got the same people talking in her ear that I had eight years ago when I started. So I already know what they're telling her. And have learned more. Okay. Not sure. All right. Well, I mean, interesting. So what does what does that mean for tomorrow then? That if you, if you know what she's been told. It's going to get down and dirty. 
there's going to be lots of blood, and it's not going to stay in the ring. Well, I would hope not. It's a Fubar City street fight. It's supposed to, you know, supposed to, most oh, of it, yeah. you know. You know, but sometimes anyhow. I like to, you know, I like to start in the ring and then, you know, go outside a little bit and then go back and finish it in the ring. Go walk about a little bit. Yeah, you know, see the sights while I'm kicking somebody's face in. Yeah, uh, it is Vegas. No. You guys can fight out in the casino. You know, you can you can throw each other into slot machines and and body slam each other on craps tables. It, 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 I, I hope you guys make it interesting because I mean that's the most fun thing. I was actually of thinking of going to Fremont Street. What's on? Like, ooh, Fremont Street. Why Fremont Street? Yeah. Well, it used to have that lovely little canopy with all the little lights and everything, and. She tends to get distracted by shiny things that spin. As I kind of distracted her a little bit, I think, when I was spinning my brass knuckles during her contender match. Uh-huh. So I'll have all those bright little lights on the ceiling, on the canopy, and all the lights from the casinos. And then you have that those chicks that come out and try and get you to drink. And, yeah, so I can distract her while I'm beating her face in. She might come out of redhead. And you can always fight fight under the famous Las Vegas sign out there too. So yeah. All right. Well, we will see. It it will uh should be a good match. Looking forward to that. And then of course defending the Powerball Championship against Uncle Frank. It's a match I know you've been looking forward to. Yeah, and then when you re- spun the wheel, I was kinda hoping Vacant would have taken that match, you know, soften him up a little bit for me so that Mountain climb wasn't quite so difficult, but you know, I've climbed mountains before and have overcome them. I'm going to leave that completely alone. (laughs) All righty. He's afraid of mountains. I am a mountain. What are you talking about? He's he's a he is a mountain. I didn't. I mean, it's Uncle Frank. He's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. He is creepy. But he's a great fight. <laughs> All right. Well, Coogs, it should be a very interesting night for you. Anything you have to say to either of your opponents before tomorrow's love hurts? Uncle Frank, bring it like you did when we fought for Hobo and DW. The advice you got may not be the best advice. You may want to... Learn a few new tricks by tomorrow. All right. Thank you, Coogs. Good luck to you tomorrow at Love Hurts, defending both the Fubarsi and Powerball Championships. All right. Our next caller will be taking on Liam O'Shaughnessy in an Irish strap match. It's a it is it is it is zero hour for this man. He is the one and only.
is Nuno Denunzio. Good evening, Denunzio. Evening, LA. Evening, Victor. So, j- so uh, less than twenty. How you doing? Ah, uh, you know, I'm sitting here in my hotel room, getting ready for tomorrow. I just finished taping some tin foil between my knuckles. Wanted to have a little special surprise for O'Shaughnessy tomorrow when I punch him in the face. But I've had a lot of time to think this week. And tomorrow tomorrow is going to be, you know, as, as O'Shaughnessy was nice enough to talk about consensus, tomorrow is going to be a come-to-Jesus moment. You know what I mean? It's going to be a come-to-Jesus moment. There's not going to be any way for either of us to get away. I've said that before. So I know full well he's going to hit me over and over again tomorrow. And I'm going to hit him over and over again. And it's going to be a matter of which one of us screws up first and forgets that the strap is there and tries to do one of the moves that we do in a normal match or you know, get a little bit of, you know, try to get a little bit of space and forget that you're stuck to your opponent. That's going to be when things are going to change for one of us. And I'm not going to be one of those guys who sits here and tells you 100% it's going to be me who guarantees himself to win tomorrow. Last weekend, IKP took me apart. Maybe I was a little bit too focused on O'Shaughnessy being outside you know, the ring there, you know, week before that, Beast and O'Shaughnessy took me apart. I've lost plenty of matches in my life. I don't think anybody sitting in this room listening to this radio station has lost matches. Like, everybody loses a match or two or 10 or 20 or 100. And for those of us who have been doing this long enough, those numbers are going to add up. It's a matter of, you know, continuing to go on. And that's the reason why this feud continues to burn at its core is because both of us are willing to go on no matter what happens. If one of us loses, we're going to come back the next week until the other one is finally and completely destroyed. And tomorrow that opportunity is there because neither one of us can get away from the other because we'll be strapped together at the wrist. And I hope he brings his entire bag of tricks tomorrow because I'm bringing every card I've got in my deck. I might even throw a few X's in there that aren't legal. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're as prepared as you're going to be for that Irish strap match against Liam O'Shaughnessy tomorrow. Uh, What do you hope to gain by a victory over Liam? I hope to gain that maybe maybe this silly little insult bullshit can go away. And we can understand that we're both competitors and that despite, you know, everything that's gone on, I deserve to be here as much as other people. But I think some people think that I'm only here because of the tag that sits behind my name. That's the only reason I got the contract offered to come here. It's for every single scar on my arm, my back, my head, the broken teeth, the joints that are going to give out on me before I'm 50. That's the reason why I got the contract offer to come here. It's not because I'm a renegade. And I love being a renegade. I will always be a renegade. And I know that there's 
not a lot of respect on that right now. But the reality is, some people should go back and look at the tapes. There should be plenty of respect on that name. I had to earn it, and that's why it's still there. And I show it every week. That's why I don't say no. It doesn't matter what match you assign me every week. I will take it. I'm not going to sit there and look at you and rest on my laurels or walk away from a match. It's not going to happen. There's no way I would ever have walked away from an opportunity at a match. It's, the, it's that simple. No matter what it was. It could have been as simple as a grudge match or as important as one of your belts in this company. If someone gave me an opportunity to fight for that belt in some way, shape, or form, I'm going to take it. I envy every one of those people tomorrow who is fighting for a belt and has the opportunity to fight for a belt. That's why I slugged myself. That's why I dragged myself through Texas last month, city to city for our shows, despite losing every one of those goddamn matches because I knew I had to show up every day. I had to check in every day. I had to talk. I had to make sure everybody knows that I'm still here and why I'm here and that I deserve a shot. And at some point in time, maybe my name will get called out in that top 25. And then maybe I can get a chance to grab my name on a belt. But for anybody who's sitting out there thinking that, oh, I can take a day off, it can take a month off, whatever it is, that's not why we came here. That's not why any of us are here in RWAF. Very true. Very well, well said, Denunzio. Very well said. You cannot take a week off in RAWF. There's no doubt about it. And you certainly have been a workhorse since coming to RAWF. Uh, haven't gotten yourself in the top 25 yet, but you keep plugging away like you have. I'm sure uh, we'll see it very soon. And a big win over Liam O'Shaughnessy in that Irish strap match could definitely be some momentum. And as I said, the road to immortal starts on Wednesday with our very first round robin of the new period. So uh, for for you and everyone else listening in RAWF, uh, Wednesday's round robin could be the very next step to immortality. Uh, so look for it. It will happen Wednesday night, the first round robin of the period. It is your, the journey to immortal. Thank you, Denunzio. Good luck to you tomorrow against Liam. Thank you. Good luck. Maybe. All Maybe right. It is now our promote. We will now end with our promotion part of the show, where we allow all of our callers and participants to promote anything they'd like, whether it be another company, whether it be an event in another company, tournament or themselves here in R.A.W.F. I will start with the lovely Maeve. Maeve, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, just want to remind everyone about uh, Go Big Bro. Um, we are down to the final eight. There's still a lot of R.A.W.F. names there. And we, I don't want to say we're having fun because it's, usually fairly heroin and at some points, frankly, terrifying. Uh, but it's certainly worth having a look in if you haven't come by and seen what we're up to. All right. Thank you, Maeve. Uh, Denunzio, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Well, last week I was a little unprepared, so tonight 
you know, Death or Glory has been my home. Um, we're doing our best to come up with a lot of interesting events. Monday night, we're doing an anti-Valentine's night, uh, mainly because Dagda forgot which day Valentine's Day was. But uh, we're having an anti-Valentine's Day in the uh, Monday night. So if you're not in DOG and you have nothing to do on Monday night, maybe you want to check us out. Uh, talk to Coogs or to Dagda to get an invite to come and join us for a little bit of fun. And we've always got lots of new stuff coming down the pipe. All right. Paragon, you still with us? Do you have anything to promote tonight? Uh, yeah. Um, just keep an eye out for the Ultimate Gauntlet scene. I will be posting up that questionnaire about some potential changes in the next couple of days, probably just after the title match finishes. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Elvican, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Uh, see, see, uh, 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 on top of our, uh, you know, uh, our, our Valentine special we're doing at the show, you know, for, for all the, the loving couples who have, who, who, you know, for their Valentine's, they came out to see the show. Um, we're also doing another thing for, you know, those who are not here with your couples. You can come down to the, uh, and this is going to go as long as supplies last, uh, you know, with the purchase of any of our combo meals, uh, you can get yourself a limited edition uh, El Vacant Taco Truck Taco Holder. It's a, be- it's a gorgeous, cute little thing. It's like, you know, it looks just like our truck, but, you know, it's only like yay big, and it holds like three tacos for you. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, El Vacant. Uh, Cougar, anything you have to promote tonight? I actually do for change. I am promoting on behalf of Aggie. I will read this straight from his scene. Let me post that link in the chat real quick. All righty. He is bringing WU to life in a new streaming platform beginning in April and running through the summer, if not year-round. Retro WU All-Stars Wrestling Promotion will showcase 40 wrestlers in WU that are in four of the game's biggest companies. The question is, what four companies will be representative? I will leave three of them up to you. As an RAW, excuse me, as an RAWF lifer, I will certainly be taking ten wrestlers from that promotion, five men and five women. Whether three shall be chosen, that's up to you. List three of your favorite promotions, and I will give it 10 days until I close and put a tally in. Once there's a majority of three promotions, we will then begin the process of listing five men and five women for each of those promotions. I will be creating all 40 wrestlers. Each wrestler will get a custom entrance theme and move set once we get to that point. To start, you need to list three of your promotions outside of RAWF that you would like to see to take, per- excuse me, to take part in this event. Then there will be a scene for the five men and women for each promotion. Once they are signed up and we've hit our 40 wrestler limit, I will message you personally to get your custom music, finishing moves, and four signature moves. Truly hope you not, uh, truly hope you not only enjoy the process, but will look forward to something fresh coming in April. Okay. Well, thank you, Coogs and Aggie. Sounds very interesting. <clears throat> But okay, well, I'll have to read that scene over and make sure I understand what that's all about. But uh, thank you, Coos, very, very much. And last but not least, the immortal with 60 seconds left. 
Oh, 60 seconds. Whatever could I do with 60 seconds? Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fans across the known RAWF universe, let us give you a piece of advice. If a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity comes your way, do yourself a favor. Dig deep, deep into yourself and find that grain, that tiny little atom that, you know, that might constitute your spine and grab onto it and, 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 and use it to step up and say yes, yes to greatness, yes to the spotlight. Take the shot because they don't come every day. They don't come very often at all. And if you don't, they very likely won't ever come again. Don't be scythe. Don't, don't do it. Just, just don't. And with that, we are into the after party. Didn't get to say it, sign off. So, uh, folks, thank you all for joining us. And uh, we will see you all tomorrow night. Love Hurts, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Actually, probably about 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the radio show. This, for El Vacant, I'm Lord Amadeus. Blah, blah, blah. This has Did been R.A.W.S. After Hours. Wasn't. Good night, everybody. <laughs>